Hey, real quick, before we dive into the episode, I have a little gift for you. If you head over to cwa.ai solutions, you will find all my podcast episodes organized by the problems they solve and in video form. No login or email needed. So if you want a video version or a solution to any of your problems, head over to cwa.ai solutions. All right, let's get into the episode. But I ended up getting my first brand deal and it was for, I don't know, three to $6,000 maybe, which was a lot of money at that time. And it still is a decent amount of money. But anyways, I remember getting this notification on Gmail, opening up my inbox and seeing that this brand was offering me this much money for one TikTok video of 60 seconds. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. In this episode, I want to dive deep into parents' opinions and my past expectations of my parents and my past relationship with my parents. What I've noticed is that there's this trend of a lot of individuals resenting their parents. And I know what it's like to be in that position of wanting to pursue your dreams, but feeling like you're being held back by the ones that you love the most. And it is a really shitty feeling. But hopefully by the end of this episode, you have a different understanding of where certain loved ones may be coming from. And by the end of this episode, hopefully I've been able to arm you with the tools that are necessary so you do not become a victim to anyone else's opinions or expectations of you. At the end of the day, as a generality, our parents love us. And sometimes our egos can blind us and certain influential people can lead us down a path where we resent our parents for some reason. But before we dive into this, if you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, otherwise known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6.5 million followers across all my social media platforms. And throughout my life, I've encountered a lot of problems, whether that be vaping, a very negative mindset, being overweight, not being confident, you name it. What I've noticed is that a lot of my community shares these same problems, which I have overcome. So through this podcast, I'm looking to share my experiences and my accumulated knowledge so far in my life to help you guys solve as many problems as you can. By doing this, my goal is to provide you with the foundations of success so you can be more capable of being someone who can be successful. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome. And real quick, while we're here, if you have not already, if you could please take just a quick few seconds to drop a rating on the podcast or drop a review. You can even drop it while you're listening to the podcast right now. But if you feel like you have not gotten any value out of the podcast yet, you don't have to leave a review until you feel like you've gotten enough value to do so. So let's take a step back and try and understand the perspective of our parents, because I believe that is the most important step in this entire process. I want to tell you guys a little story about when I first started doing well on social media. This was back in 2020. Back in 2018, 2019, I was supposed to go to college. If you don't already know the story, I essentially ended up doing really well in school. I was a great athlete in high school, and I was actually going to play D1 soccer. But my junior year of high school, I ended up getting hurt, and I had all these nagging injuries, and I started to lose love for the game of soccer. As a result, I stopped playing soccer. And I think that was an accumulation of both burning myself out because I have this tendency, or I had this tendency, to work extremely hard on things and then lose passion for them because I would overdo it. And when I say overdo it, I mean I would wake up at 5 a.m. before school, 
juggle the ball for an hour, do drills for another 30 minutes, then go to school and lift weights with the high school team. Then we would have high school practice after school. Then I would go to club practice after that. And then a few times a week, I would run hill sprints. And there was probably some other cardio in there. So honestly, it was probably my fault, but that's besides the point. I was known to the middle to upper class kid that would be doing really well in school, had a 4.0 GPA, was a great athlete and was going to go to some sort of college, play a sport there, and then probably work some corporate job and get paid decently well for my work ethic and skill set. But that is what everyone was prescribing to me. That is what they wanted me to be. And in my senior year of high school, I realized that. I realized that I'm working towards this future, which I believe I'm not going to love. And it was in my senior year of high school that I started asking myself a lot of questions. I started looking around at my environment and what people were telling me I was and I wasn't. And I was much more critical of what I allowed into my mind. And one thing I realized is that I had been pushed to be this certain individual that met society's expectations. I had allowed my external environment, my family, my friends, the media I consumed, to create coal. And in my senior year of high school was a little bit lonely. Sure, I had a couple friends and I found a friend group, but I was still trying to figure myself out. And I was lacking so much confidence because I believed that my whole identity was soccer. And now I probably wasn't going to go to as good of a college, which made me more self-conscious, which in the picture now doesn't mean shit. But anyways, ended up going to college, dropped out very quickly. If you don't know that story, you'll have to listen back to one of the first episodes that talks about my full story. But anyways, ended up coming home after college. And I remember sitting down with my parents and them telling me, okay, well, now what? You said if you leave, you're going to have a plan. What's the plan? And I just remember just feeling the disappointment in the air. As they stared into my soul and they looked at each other as they talked to me, they were just so disappointed at what they saw. And that disappointment rubbed off on me. So every time I looked in the mirror and I looked at myself, I was disappointed. And just as a side note, before I went to college, I actually got my first sales job and I found confidence and I made more money than I ever had before. My parents basically told me, you need to go to college. And if you don't, it wasn't even an option. There's no way I wasn't going to school. They, they convinced me that you'd worked your whole life for this. You need to go to college. So I ended up going to Cal Poly Slow, like I said, and I dropped out within a week. But anyways, coming back, I thought, okay, I'm going to come back and I'm going to sell again and I'm going to pick up this job and this is going to be my career. But I got back and I was just so sad, so disappointed in myself. I was so confused. And it was during this time that, I started going to a community college and I started doing social media. And I remember during this time, I was posting four to six times a day on TikTok. And I was creating really cool gym edits on my phone with EDM music and posting that to my Instagram. And that was kind of my thing. I was the workout guy. And then TikTok started to do really well. And I'm not going to tell you the entire story about TikTok, but essentially I started growing and growing and growing. And this was during the same time that I was going to community college and I wasn't doing any of my schoolwork. The first semester I did kind of okay. I completely flunked one class because I didn't do any of it. I dropped another class and I think I got a B or C in another class, which is not like me because in high school, like I said, I got all A's pretty much, but I simply was not willing to do it. So I remember sitting down with my parents again and them looking at me and saying, what are we going to do? And they told me how disappointed they were. And I just realized that maybe if I just don't do it, they'll realize that that's just not my path. So the next semester I did nothing. And I think it took two semesters of doing that, of literally dropping all my classes for my parents to just be like, well, I guess you just got to figure it out. And it was during the same time in that 
third semester, I believe, that I really was growing on social media. And I remember getting one of my first brand deals. And I forget which one it was, but I remember this moment. And this really transitions us into the first lesson, which I learned. And keep in mind, I did not learn this right away. But I ended up getting my first brand deal. And it was for, I don't know, three to $6,000 maybe, which was a lot of money at that time. And it still is a decent amount of money. But anyways, I remember getting this notification on Gmail, opening up my inbox and seeing that this brand was offering me this much money for one TikTok video of 60 seconds. And I remember going out into the kitchen and telling my mom about this awesome thing that just happened. And do you know what she responded? That's great, but how are your grades doing? And I remember just feeling crushed. I was just like so angry and just so sad because I had finally done it after multiple years of them breathing down my neck and telling me, that I needed to be some person, I'd finally prove that what I was doing can actually be a career. And even when I did that, the first thing that came back to me as a result of me sharing my success was framing me back towards someone that my mom wanted me to be. And I remember just looking at her and then just walking away. And the thing is, is that she had no malintention with that comment. And looking back now, it was my fault for even sharing that with her and having certain expectations of how she would react or what she would say. Hey, Cold Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. And I've talked about this before. When you give people expectations, when you expect people to congratulate you and tell you what you want to hear and you don't get that, that expectation is exactly why you are disappointed. And this is something that I learned maybe a year later, maybe a year and a half later, because I started to develop this resentment for my parents. And this is exactly why I'm telling you guys about this story, because it was the start of resentment that should have never been there because my parents have been there for me my entire life. My parents put me through grade school, middle school, high school, and they're willing to pay for my college. So who am I to resent them for wanting me to be a specific person based on what they thought was best for me? And that is what I really want you guys to hear is that your parents were born in a different generation. They do not want the worst for you. Oftentimes, the path that they see for you is the path that they feel is most comfortable for them. Put yourself in their shoes. Everyone has egos. And when your mom or dad is out with their friends or they're both out with their friends and they're talking about their kids, the last thing they want to say is my kid is a college dropout and he's doing nothing. He's just sitting on his ass playing video games all day. Who would want to say that about their kids? You have to be able to see it from their perspective too. On top of that, like I said, they grew up in a different generation. Success to them is going to college and working at a big corporate company most of the time. Obviously, if you have a parent that has done really well in a certain industry and he dropped out of college or she dropped out of college, they're going to give you different guidance and push you down a different path. But that is because their experience and their beliefs are different than yours. And oftentimes, it's not you against your parents. It's your beliefs and your experiences versus their beliefs and their experiences. So over the past year, I've asked myself, why do I have these feelings? Or why did I have these feelings? And it was because no one ever supported me. At least that's what I wanted to think. I thought that playing this game in my mind of it's all me, it's me against the world was a healthy way to live, but it's not. And I realized that because I was unable to communicate what I was doing, and I wanted to keep that inside, all of my success, everything I was doing. As a result, my parents thought I was driving blind. 
So of course they're going to be worried about what I'm doing. And that's also something I want you guys to understand. If you do not give your parents a reason for them to think that you're going to be successful, isn't it reasonable for them to be disappointed if you make a decision against what they think is best for you? If you just say, I'm moving to LA and I'm going to become rich and famous, they're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. Or I'm dropping out of college because I want to create art. They're going to be like, you're dumb. So you also have to be reasonable. Essentially, what I'm saying is that we live in this culture where everyone thinks they have to drop out of school and everyone has to do this certain thing. And that typically goes against the opinions in general of what parents think is success and what is best for their kids. And you need to be able to see things from their perspective in order to explain your experiences with them and your beliefs, because the only way for them to see it from your point of view is to break their beliefs. And the only way to do that is through communication. I'll give you an example. This was about maybe a year ago. And I remember I was sitting in my car outside of a Starbucks. And this was before I was going to the gym. I was grabbing an espresso, maybe some egg bites. And I was just sitting in the car. And I remember I had this urge to call my dad. And I don't know why I did it, but I ended up calling him. And I had this really heavy weight laying on my shoulders. Up until that point, I had not ever told my dad how much money I was making. And even though he's a very successful businessman, I felt in a way ashamed to reveal to him how much money I was making. And I was always scared that no matter how much I would make, I would always be seen as the one kid that would be the one who didn't go to college and was was the one who fucked up his life. And I had this resentment where I wouldn't even want to tell my parents how much I'm making. And it was almost like a pride thing, but it was resentment, but it was also a mix of insecurity. But anyways, I ended up calling him and I told him, hey dad, we've never really had this conversation and I feel like I need to get this off my chest. I've never really told you how well I'm doing. And I think it's important because I'm essentially working with different information than you. And if you don't understand how well I'm doing, you may just think that I'm not doing anything because I would literally never tell them how much money I was making or how successful I was. So I ended up giving him a number in the multiple six figures. And I remember his response was, that's awesome, cool. And I remember my shoulders physically dropping. Like when you take a deep breath and you're like, <sighs> and I was thinking to myself, what just happened? Why did I believe that I could never tell him that? And then he went on to tell me how proud of me he was and how he just wanted me to do whatever makes me happy, which over time is not always something that he said. Matter of fact, when I first left school, both of my parents were more concerned about me staying in school. But that's the thing. Over time, I didn't even realize it, but through me opening up bit by bit about what I wanted and how I saw the world and how I was going to do my thing, they became more accepting of it. But keep in mind, this took three, four years of going and going and going until they finally said, you know what, maybe he's right. And to be honest, at that point, it was very easy for me to say, it doesn't really matter if you think it's awesome or it's cool or if you're proud of me because I needed that two, three, four years ago. But I'm actually more thankful that they didn't say that because it made me think more and more if I was making the right decision. It made me more critical of myself. So understand that anyone on the outside who may not be meeting some arbitrary expectation that you've set for them in terms of some support metric which you are measuring, their lack of support and any emotional feeling that you have towards that lack of support may be causing you to question your journey. But whoever said that questioning your journey is a bad thing. With no differing opinions, you never see things from different angles. And perhaps during that time where those individuals or that individual was questioning your journey or making you question your journey or not supporting you, that led you to have certain thoughts that actually supplemented your journey. Maybe that resentment that I had 
was actually responsible for me being so successful because I felt like I had someone to prove. When later on, I figured out I had no one to prove except myself. But would I take that back? Would I want them to change their opinions? Would I want them to fully support me? I don't think so because I remember when I was in the depths of work and I didn't want to do something. I thought about how no one believed what I was doing. So another thing I want you to realize is that if someone doesn't believe in you, use that as fuel. Don't resent them, but use it as power to say, you know what? That's okay that you think that way, but watch me show you and show them because that's what I did. And there's no better feeling than that. And it's not about, I told you so, or you're wrong, I'm right, but it's proving it to yourself and imposing your will on the world, showing that no matter what anyone says around me, sure, it's going to suck. Sure, I'm going to be disappointed if certain individuals don't support me. We're human. That makes sense. But the amount of power that you feel in yourself, the amount of confidence that you feel when the odds are up against you and you do that thing, there's no better feeling. And if you're really someone who values your relationships, the best thing you can do is stick to your plan and be the best version of yourself. Because it may take a year, it may take two years, it may take five years. But if you are truly, completely, and utterly working on yourself towards your goals and dreams, I believe that others eventually will gravitate towards you. You don't always have to say your message out loud for others to understand. And sometimes it's better to understand that others do not understand. Does that make sense? Because if you continuously have this expectation of people acting certain ways, even though you know deep down they're not going to act that way, how do you think you're going to feel when they continue to act in the way which you know they were going to act, but you had a false expectation for them? Would you be disappointed? I truly believe that every single person listening to this has something in their life which they want to achieve. And my advice to you is do not resent any individuals around you that simply just have differing beliefs from you. You need to be able to see things from their shoes and understand that oftentimes they don't want the worst for you. They simply just are giving you the best information they can based on their experiences and the information which they have gathered over their lifetime. I'll see you in the next one, Coral Army. 